Warning, we are a spoilers podcast. At times, we are also an offensive podcast. And we are most certainly a verbally explicit podcast. So if you fear for any of your delicate sensibilities, please back up now before you reach the point of no return. All right, pussies, this is your final warning. Hello and welcome to another episode of Cinematic Anarchy. I am El Jefe, Chris, whatever you want to call me. And with me today, I have Viking... Hi! And Miss B. What's up? And today we're going to... We're going to... We're going to dive into the mind of... Oh, not into the mind, but into what the hell I just watched with you guys. No, you should, you should have said, I, we're going to dive inside, Bo Burnham. Inside so Burn, like Burnham's that. mind, yes. Burr Burnham, Burr Burnham. Burr Burnham, Burr Burnham. I was telling you just before... Start early this. today, huh? I have a very loose grasp of the English language anyway. <laughs> my t- hey, <laughs> I got the tongue trip out of the way 38 seconds into, into recording, so we're good. <laughs> not a good precedent to set, but we're, we're good. We're, we'll, we'll, and now we'll you're just going to snowball through the rest of the episode. Yes, yes. Let's just get that, get that downhill momentum because there's no uphill from here. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Yeah, it's all downhill from here. You know, that downhill where you... <laughs> That's you know, how you should just start every episode. Just go, thank you for listening. It's all downhill from here. I used to here. like that comic. It's all downhill from here? Yeah. Do you don't remember that comic? I never even heard no. of it, I'll be honest. What comic? What? It's all downhill from here. It's like a newspaper comic or some shit. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay, okay. Can I, can I just add, I like how... We're not even, like, five minutes into the episode, and we've already gone off track from the fucking... Right. Topic. Bo Burnham! By the way, downhill from here, that was a fantastic comment. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, definitely a good comic. What? What? <laughs> okay. Um, so I've actually, at this point, watched the, the Bo Burnham special three separate times, and I listened to it idly while sitting in my car and doing my, my chores and everything today out of the house. Uh, and Mr. Burnham, Mr. Burnham, it feels like he may be a little broken. Well, maybe. I, I mean, he's, he kept saying he's not well. See, what I, what I was picking up from this movie was he was voicing how a lot of people have felt during the lockdown who haven't been able to say what they're feeling. Like, he voiced it very fucking well. I know I felt like shit during the lockdown like that. Before yeah. I could just go outside. So, what he was expressing before he, he uh, started the special, and he actually goes into it in depth uh, for, for just a short moment during the, podca- uh, the podcast, <laughs> during the Netflix special, <laughs> during the special. Um, is that he had taken himself off stage. So he stopped doing on-stage performances about five years back. I guess at this point it would be six years. Um and yeah, on the top of the recording, it was at the start of 2020. He was having issues with uh, having severe anxiety and panic attacks on stage, and that's not a good place to to have any kind of panic attack at all, you know. Um, yeah. And so he decided, okay, I'm going to take some time to kind of get myself together, and he was finally back to the point where he was feeling like he could get on stage again and he was going to go back out and he was going to start doing on stage performances and at exactly the time that he was ready to go back 
COVID hit, and he was stuck inside. And so this whole thing, this whole project that he did was him going through the motions of being stuck inside and not being able to go out and express himself in front of an audience like he had initially planned to do after taking, you know, a five-year hiatus. Uh, yeah. Was it like telling oh, a joke when there's it. no one in the background to laugh? Right, exactly. I'll be honest, I enjoyed it because there were bits throughout the, 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 the special where he kind of poked fun at other people. Like, he poked fun at streamers. He poked White fun women's at Instagram. Who, he poked fun at people who react to videos. And stuff. It was just brilliant watching him poke little fun at him. Like, I'm reacting to this That's stuff. the thing. He was poking fun without being fucking offensive. Exactly. He, he was poking fun to the point of where people who, who would normally have took offense if, you, if he'd done it aggressively. And they kind of just sat there and laughed and was like... Yeah, we, we, we do that. Like, it was one of those. There's only one person, one type of person that could take any offense to what kind of comedy he did. And it's that, that whole opening part that he did about being a white American male. And, and <laughs> he's like, maybe what? Maybe I should shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, no, never mind. I'm bored. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you right now, there are a certain section of white American men that probably took offense. More than probably. likely. I mean, and he, white women. okay, he, he even made a comment on, you know, people who are depressed and have, you know, genuine suicidal thoughts. Now, speaking from first-hand experience of stuff like that, when I watched it, I'll be honest, I kind of chuckled because, like, he, he said it how it fucking was. He didn't beat you around the bush. He was just like, fucking, just don't. And I I kind of like that. I'll be honest. That, that me, I, I may have a fucked up personality, but I like that. I like that he just kind of got to it. It's like, just don't. There are people out there who care about you. It was good. I guarantee you that there were a lot of white women that sat down and watched the Bo Burnham special and immediately went to their Instagram and looked and went, damn. <laughs> probably, probably. Like, no, I'm not like that. I'm not like that. Oh, sh- fuck. Yep. Okay. Okay. There's gonna be <laughs> a lot of changing Instagram, Instagram pages. <laughs> I don't uh, need to go look at my Instagram. I know my. I've got some cliche shit. Uh, okay. <laughs> this was by far the most uncomfortable. There was one particular song that was by far the most uncomfortable song to watch with Ben sitting in the room. The sexting song. I liked that song. That was a song. good song. That was a good song. Yes. Don't forget the song where the scene was him, and I forgot what the song was, but he sticks the water bottle in his belly button. <laughs> the the extreme oh. close-ups of, of Bo Burnham's belly oh, button. The, uh, the I'm problematic. Problematic. Yeah. Problem. He kept sticking his fucking water bottle in his belly button. Like, why? He's, he's, he was giving it. He was giving his. Belly Is anybody the gonna hold me accountable? He was giving his. <laughs> He got this. He's probably got this thing in his mind, like he's getting closer and closer. There's somebody out there that's thinking about fucking my belly button. We're gonna give him something. <laughs> We're gonna give him something. I'll use the water bottle because anything else would probably be a little weird. I like when he used the sock puppet saying, and it's like, "Hey, yes." <sighs> oh my god, the social commentary in that song. Oh. Right. 
He did the he did the, the that section of white American men. I'm telling you that t- would take offense to this particular. There is a section. And, and you, oh, you know who you are if you're listening to this and you're like, I took offense <laughs> to that whole special. Well, because we're talking about you. That's so build why. a bridge and get over it. Right, right, exactly. Uh, well, I no, think... The shit that, like, absolutely fucking broke me was when he's, like, he's trying to go through the whole... So I've been recording this for a year now. Right. And, like, he couldn't get through the sentence, and he just fucking freaked out. And I was like, I fucking relate to that. I've... The the whole, like, having to retake the same video over and over and over is fucking so goddamn annoying. It got me when he stated as well that, like, he wanted to get the special done before he turned 30. And he's like, but here I am. One minute before I turned 30. And I'm still stuck inside. And I felt so fucking bad for him. He started fucking, like, sobbing on screen. It's just, ah, my heart. You know what got me is realizing the contrast between the actual music and the videos that he was making. So what you're what you're watch what you watch if you watch the special and you listen to the music. The music is actually pretty comedic if you listen to it. But if you separate it and you're only listening to the music, you're getting like one tenth of what's <coughs> going on with the entire special. Yeah, it's like they, and they, you can like you. As like the the special goes on, you can see like his spirit is slowly getting more and more fucking broken. I was about to say that that's actually what that special represented, in my opinion, was obviously the mental state of everybody who went through COVID, who had to deal with being in lockdown. Because for the first start of the special, yeah, he was a bit in a bit of a shitty way, but he was making wholehearted fun of it. You know what I mean? And then as as the as it got on and further down the line, you could see more and more in his face how miserable he was he was getting just from sitting there day after day, the same yep. fucking rooms, the same environment over and over and over again, not being able to socialize with anybody, not being able to express himself. It it was fucking horrible to we've say. All, we've all been there. Yeah, I no, mean, I was like yeah, dude, I was crying, like, almost every fucking day through COVID, like, towards the end. Humans? Where are my humans? <laughs> I, I was That's fucking miserable. Like, before COVID hit, there were so many of us who who were like, when we first heard about the lockdown, we were like, well, we, yeah, we were like, oh, it's, it's just like... Be nothing. And then, when you actually get put in the situation when, hey, you were not allowed to leave your home, you have to stay inside... And you can't interact with these people that you don't even realize you interact with on a daily basis. It fucking hit you. And you're like, well, shit, maybe I'm not as introverted as I thought I was. I miss doing this podcast with most of the people sitting around a table, having a drink and just having a good fucking time. Yeah, those were the days. The interaction is very different this way. You know, it's, it's not as personable you know and, and when you're stuck inside and you're separated from everybody you were hanging out with it becomes dismaying very fucking quick very quick yep uh 
And you felt that throughout the entire special. Like, even with the first, like, that first scene where he he's looking, he's doing the camera test, and it was just, I don't really want to be doing this, but this is what I need to do to be able to get back out there. I mean, obviously, I can't do it in front of an audience. So, here I am. Camera test. Okay. Like I said, just those little interactions that you make with people, like... So I, I, at the time when COVID first hit, I was still at work. I was still working because we was a priority place and, you know, we was told I had to mandatorily go in. And just realizing how much the little interactions with the customers I would, I would see. And I didn't see those people. And I had to sit behind a fucking desk upstairs because there was literally nothing for us to do other than take stock and... It was fucking horrible. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't even get to interact with people on the street because it was literally face masks on, straight home. There was no... Like, oh, how you doing? Me and Nico didn't even get that. Once this hit the fan, they handed us computers and said, guess what? You're going home. And we sat on computers at home doing our work. I'm still doing it for the most part. I'm 50-50. I'm not seeing people. You know, it's... It's fucking horrible. Mind numbing. And viruses crashed the servers for like two months to for us to be able to work from home. So nobody could work from home anymore. We were still getting paid though, but we have to. We're, we're back at the office now because the that whole fucking remote working shit crashed on us. Mm. It's fucking shitty, man. And he he expressed it very very well. I think Bo did in his special. He expressed how a lot of us were actually feeling. But yeah. We were afraid to say, let's be honest, a lot of us were afraid to say how we were feeling during lockdown. And that special just showed everybody, hey, it's okay to say, you know, you're not okay with this shit. Like, it, it fucking sucked. And I mean, he went so far as to even say, like, directly to the camera, he, he said, I am not doing good mental health wise. This is, this is not okay. You know, and, and I get that. And he even went so far as to near, nearing the end of the, the um, special, he kind of expressed that apprehension people are even having right now about going back outside, not really knowing if it's safe. You know, is it safe yeah. to really interact with other people? We're all really paranoid about hanging out around people that we used to just hang out without a thought in our heads. You know, we used to go and uh, just take a few moments to... To spend time with friends, and now you everybody overthinks it. It's a, a major process of overthinking. Yep. It's fucking miserable. COVID sucked. Miserable. I'll give you I'll give you miserable, yeah. COVID <laughs> COVID sucked. Uh that is an under uh, You want you want miserable. You want miserable. Try dealing with your COVID lockdown in the same house as my fucking dad. That was horrible. Backtracking just a <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sorry, me and my dad, we're okay with the interactions we have, you know, from the hours of when he got like, when he gets back from work. The short amount of time we interact, that's fine. Being stuck with him twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, every fucking day was horrible. It was fucking horrible. I could not imagine having been locked down like this with my parents. I no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I love I loved them, but 
remembering what I know of them, day, if I was it. stuck 24 hours a day in the house with no escape with them, people would have died. <laughs> yeah. People would have died. Don't get me wrong, the thought crossed my mind one day. Just, just a quick pillow over the face, no one will know. It's fucking very tempting. Other <laughs> restrictions have let up. Now what am I supposed to do with the fucking bodies? Damn. <laughs> Exactly. You know? Um, Everyone's here watching. You guys psychopaths? No, no, no. We just... COVID was really bad. (laughs) Backtracking to that part you were talking about, Miss B, about him him having trouble getting out, like, certain parts, like, re-recording several times to the point that he was just frustrated throwing equipment everywhere. When we first started this podcast and we got our first sponsorship, um, the first one that I personally recorded... Uh, oh God, I can't remember what it was for. Oh, it was it wasn't. We got we got the one that you did, the one for uh, Maisie, Maisie Williams. Yeah, and then there was another one right after that that we got, and I sat down with Ben to try to. Re- it was the Podcoin one, the one for Podcoin, the one that mm-hmm. got us so many so many listens. Um, yeah. That particular uh, advertisement that I did for us, oh my god, I had to redo it and redo it so many fucking times. And the problem was is that I, it's like I had the memory of the times that I fucked up and I didn't want to fuck up. And for some reason I would start laughing because of the fact that I fucked up before. And it's like, oh no, fuck, okay. Over and over yep. and over again. And it probably yep, took, no. I like, experienced that with my TikToks. Like every time I go to record, I have to like do why I don't record TikToks anymore because I. Know uh, I gotta tape. do like fucking eighteen, twenty fucking retakes. It's super annoying, but I end up getting the fucking thing down. And I don't eventually for the uh, people that we, we don't actually broadcast this out on Facebook at this point. Uh, we are trying to get back to being able to do little bits and pieces, but. For our podcast listeners at home, I want to just go ahead and give you an update. Um, Mr. Viking is currently doing his best impression of Bo Burnham at his horniest moment in the in the special. He's currently <laughs> laying down wish. under a blanket on his side, just kind of doing the rest of the podcast here. <laughs> yeah. It's comfy, okay? Fuck you. As long Don't as you're, fall asleep. Hey, as long as you're I comfy, not asleep. horny, we're good. As long as you're comfy and not horny. No, we're good. You had to check? Yeah. Like, why would you are, you... are you that sore that you've lost sensation down there? Like, I don't even know if I'm hard anymore. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, look at that. I might be. You know. <laughs> you got to do a Pretty spot much. test just to check. Okay. My, my legs are that... My, 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 the whole lower half of my body currently has no feeling. You could stab me in the leg and I wouldn't know. Oh, I, I just got back into excessive amounts of exercise, and I'm sitting on the floor right now because I sat there to start setting things up, and I couldn't get up past that. I'm so, nope. <laughs> I'm just gonna sit here for that a while. Was, that was like me trying to do a fucking squat yes, uh, yesterday. I got I got down. I got to a certain point, and then my body just kind of was like, "Nope, you're not moving past this point." I laid down to do some chest presses. Right, I haven't done them in a while. <laughs> haven't done them in a while and i think i overdid it a little bit so i put the weights back down and i went to go put my hands down to lift myself up and no my my arms weren't having it they're just like no you're gonna lay here for a little while you fuck what did you do to us pretty much (laughs) so yeah 
So all in all, yeah, the, the Bo Burnham special, it was it was definitely a, a bit of a cry for help. Uh, if the only thing that you've done is listen to the music on on uh, Spotify, you're doing yourself a great disservice. Uh, just going through the motions of what he went through, I think a lot of us went through kind of the same thing. Maybe not to the extent he did, because a lot of his uh, social anxiety and the panic attacks, those things that he had worked on to kind of put aside over a five-year period to try to get himself ready to go back out, he he had a lot taken away from him, from ha- being having to stick inside and do that. You know, just say, hey, look, I'm ready to go out, and now that I want to be in front of an audience, I'm not allowed to. I can't... You know, it's it's literally not something I it can do. It sucked. Uh, yeah, I agree. Ratings. Of all of his specials, I'd probably give this a 10 out of 10. I have to agree. Um, if I could understand what Miss B is, is saying, I would I would agree with her. Maybe Miss <laughs> B is check, talking. Miss but... B, are you muted? Do you... Probably. <laughs> yep, I was muted. You were Sorry. muted. Okay. No, this is his best fucking work, dude. I, I I I agree wholeheartedly. That's why I was saying, you know, ten out of ten. If you're comparing it to all of his specials, the stuff that I've seen before, hands down, it's a ten out of ten. You know. It was it was phenomenal. It was a phenomenal piece of work. And probably some of the most thought-provoking, probably gut-wrenching, like heart-wrenching work that I've seen out of essentially a stand-up comedian in a while. You know? It does make you sit there and contemplate because a lot of, a lot of comedians... What he's done, he's took a twist on comedy where a lot of comedians talk about their issues in a humorous way. And it's funny. He he does that, but he amps it up so fucking high with it. Like he over exaggerates stuff, and it, it 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 it's humorous. But then it makes you sit there and actually think, like, hold the fuck up! Like we go through this shit every day. Right. Yeah, and he's fucking like yo. <laughs> it's a it's a rare comedian that you can have get up on stage and not just try to make you laugh but lay themselves raw just completely bare and uh he pulled that off like with no problem at all well i don't want to say no problem obviously there were problems but yeah he but he, he did it well he didn't hold back he didn't no, and he did it all himself there was no crew none no audio he literally was just him a room and a camera it. Well, more than just a cat. I think there were a couple there. <laughs> no, but there you know what I mean. Like he did it himself. Uh, I liked that one thing that he did—the closing song. How he started the closing song near the beginning of when he was recording, not knowing how it would end, and then finishing the closing song after he had done, finished recording everything. It was good. I like that. Prog- basically, doing a duet with himself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Uh, any ratings from you guys, or just woohoo? Ten out of ten. Ten out of. 10. I mean, I I already said that this is his best work. I, I think that speaks for itself. But ten out of ten. Yeah, so Miss yeah, B doesn't like to put 10. a number or a label on it. Just his best. Work. I don't like to put a number on shit. No. But like, it's two. if you had to. <laughs> two. That's number two. Never mind. 
I made a joke that I I think flew well under the radar there. I'm gonna yeah. with that with that we're gonna go ahead and uh, take a quick break to uh, listen to our sponsors, and we'll be right back with a a little bit more of uh, questioning ourselves after the podcast. After yeah, sorry, after the podcast. <laughs> after you yeah, don't we'll get push, to listen we'll to us question ourselves. <laughs> you don't get to. So after the after the sponsors, we'll be we'll be right back. Sponsors are necessary. Sponsors are necessary. Sponsors are necessary. We just have to keep that as a mantra. Sponsors are necessary. Otherwise, we wouldn't go away for a break ever. We would just fucking talk. No, 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 no. See, my mantra is: one day Chris will pay me. One day Chris will pay me. One day Chris will pay me. That's my mantra. And the only way to get us paid is for more people to listen to the podcast. And how do we do that? More sponsors. <laughs> well, no, you don't. You don't. By get talking about it. You talk about it. Promoting the uh, page. Promote the page. Share the page. Interact with the page. Get our information out there to everybody. I can only do so much. With how life's been lately, <laughs> you're lucky you've got me here right now. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I kind of. <laughs> I'm just going to sit here with just a, a grumpy fucking look on my face. Just, <laughs> Chris is going to start the episode again. We're back. Fuck you, Mikey. <laughs> we took another sponsor break, and we're back now. And uh, we're sorry, Tom is not here. Hide the body. We're not. He's not here right now. Um, <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I like that. That was good. That was good. <sighs> anyway, we're gonna go ahead and uh, we're gonna do a couple of cards from two different games. We have a couple of extreme personal questions, and we have the filthy edition of Would You Rather. So, starting with extreme personal questions. What is the most painful thing you have ever done to improve your appearance? Going to the gym. The most painful thing that I've ever done to improve my appearance. Uh, got married. <laughs> oh, oh, that got dark real fucking quick. Oh, shit. And well, then. Is the wife home? No. No. Wait, she hears this episode. You're so, fucked. The painful part hasn't come up yet. The painful part comes if she ever listens to that and buries me. <laughs> wait, 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 Chris. Chris, the question is, when does this episode go live? <laughs> uh, uh, about a week after my wife's birthday. <laughs> so basically soon, guys, uh, Chris will no longer be on the show, just for everybody to know. <laughs> Happy birthday. I want you to listen right, to this. I'm going to hide the cutlery. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hide anything sharp. I don't, it doesn't need to be sharp. It, it's sharp, anything she can bludgeon me with, you know, just anything, literally. I mean. Basically, I'm going to take you outside to a field to listen to this with nothing around for you to hit me. She's going to go downstairs and fucking just wait for him on the porch and just fucking Spartan kick him in the face. <laughs> No, I feel like it's going to be one of them things. She's going to, like, laugh at it. And then the second he's asleep, she's going to smother him with a pillow and then just go in, getting married, huh? I like huh? that. <laughs> this is divorce! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be really fucked up if she hears this episode. Then the next week, it just Chris comes live and just goes, so guys, 
I just got a letter. Let's open it on the podcast. Ah, it's my divorce papers. Good to know. I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go with the same. I'm gonna backtrack. I'm gonna have to go with the same thing that you came up with, which is basically a little excessive exercise. It's as painful as fucking hell. Yeah, that's a smart move, Chris. But you already Ooh. said it. You already said it. I, I don't edit either, so it's gonna stay. Exactly. <laughs> you you done fucked up, kid. I mean, has anyone fucking seen me? I have several hours worth of tattoo work all over. The most painful, yeah, the most but, painful thing. But I mean, done. like, you don't have any art from like the neck down, so it's like I've, I've got a you, fucking pretty, sternum you're, piece. You're, you're pretty in general, so you shouldn't have had. You didn't have to improve your appearance. Like, don't get me wrong, body art thing is fucking amazing. But you didn't have to improve your appearance. Well, fuck y'all. So <laughs> he calls you beautiful, and you tell him to fuck off. Oh, that's <laughs> that's good. That's most women. Good to know. It's yeah. Yeah, yeah. Of being a man, that's like pretty. You get told to fuck off. Great. That's like me with with Serenity and telling her, "Look, you did not need to buy all that makeup. You look good without the makeup on. You didn't have to spend five hundred dollars on makeup." Well, fuck. Yes, what I want. No, no, wait, wait, wait. But the I do it because I want to. I was, I was about to say. I was about to say. We get it. Makes you feel good. That's fine. Just understand in general from our perspective that we still think you look beautiful without it. That's what he was trying to say. Obviously, cool body makeup makes you feel good. Yeah, just excessive spending. Don't use the credit card. Fuck. <laughs> okay, next. What insect or animal creeps you out the most, and why? Mm-hmm. Does my nephew count? He he he's he's very <laughs> bug like. Human beings. Well, he, I mean, I guess humans yeah. are considered animals. Yeah, anglerfish. Human- Anglerfish? Why? No, the, yep. That's why? why. Why? Yeah, it's it's. <coughs> why, why are they the creepiest to you? Why do you find them the creepiest? It's like a fucking pug ate a chainsaw and attached a little fucking reading light to its forehead. And it's yeah, continuously submerged in very very deep water. Yeah. So for me, realistically, the thing that creep, but it, it's it's centipedes. I don't like them. Oh, I fucking. I would say leeches. They were the basis for a movie. Leeches. Leeches ain't that bad. Well, I'm thinking <clears throat> of the ones that creep me out the most. The idea of dipping into the pond only to come up with these parasitic these slugs attached to your stomach, body, wherever, by the teeth that are stuck to their little slug faces. You know, I get that. That's a little creepy. It's, it's still centipede to me, just mainly because one, so many fucking legs, like way too many fucking legs, and two, they are the basis of a film series that literally makes me vomit. What film series? Put the and human in front of it. Oh! 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 Yeah! Oh! I'm gonna change my yes, name. I'm gonna change my answer to the uh, Kandiru. What's the Kandiru? The Kandiru. The Kandiru are those invasive little freshwater fish that, when you're swimming, can oh, swim up oh, your urethra. Oh, oh God! Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. God. <laughs> you win. You win. Why would you bring that up? You fucking win. <laughs> Next question. Next. 
So just you need to you need to ask those questions. Next what, fucking what, question, Chris. What area are they native to, so that I don't swim? There. Next question, Chris. <laughs> if you were the part, if you were part of a circus, what would you want your special talent to be, and why? If I were part of the circus, hmm. what would you want your special talent to be? I um, want to be the what, professional what, mermaid. Okay. I already have my special talent, and it would go amazing in a circus, and that is I can ask any woman out and get rejected. That's my special fucking talent. <laughs> that, I don't know if people would pay to see that, though. Oh, no, people get entertainment of watching somebody ask a girl out and just getting rejected. It's fucking hilarious. The man who asks out everyone. Just... No, 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 the, the, the man who gets rejected. It's simple, just the man who gets rejected. Okay, so you're in the sideshow tent then. Yeah. Yeah, with the bearded lady and the, the, the Fiji mermaid and all that other lovely stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would, I honestly would just be a circus clown. I'm just a circus clown, that's all I am. I'm the I'm the one that had they, they I'm not just any circus clown. I'm the circus clown that they throw out there to distract the lion when it starts eating the lion tamer. <laughs> I'm that circus clown. All right, Chris, go oh, out there fuck. and take care of that. What fuck? What? <laughs> well, you, you've seen the job. You've seen rodeo clowns, right? Well, yeah, but rodeo clowns get a wooden barrel to dive into to to kind of protect. There's no wooden. Ba- you want me to? <laughs> but I don't. Okay. <laughs> this is what we no, pay you no. for, Chris. Uh, Chris, Chris, day one of the job. Chris, is just there. so what happened to my predecessor? Oh, don't worry about that. It's it's cool. You won't have to worry about that. Day one, Chris, go on, jump in with the lions. So that's what <laughs> happened. Ah, oh, oh no. <laughs> so that's why they took me on so fast. How about you, Miss B? You're part of the circus. What um, are you? I know what the, you are. The aerial acrobats. You're the aerial act. I was going to go with a different thing. I'm, I was going to bring up a Ray Bradbury novel. You'd be the illustrated woman. Oh, that too. Just tattooed from head to toe. <laughs> I mean, I need more work. I yes, got a bare yes, arm. Yes. You definitely would need more work. A uh, lot more. I think he has like one spot on his body. Like the illustrated man has like one spot on his body that he does not have a tattoo on. Wasn't it like his butthole or some shit? No, it was like the dead center of his back <laughs> like, or something. Yeah. I like how he says no to that thing. No. Like, I'm no, fairly certain. I've inspected it. I'm fairly certain his asshole is well tattooed. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is the most awkward conversation that you've had recently with a stranger in a restroom? Have Have you ever had a conversation with a stranger in a restroom? Yeah, I asked I asked them how that what they thought about the England match, and they just kind of looked at me like wrong place, dude, wrong time. Especially because I was having a shit and he was having a piss. Uh the most awkward conversation, and this is so mind you, I don't talk to people in the restroom ever. The most awkward conversation that I have ever had with a stranger in the restroom started with, excuse me, sir. Um, I understand you might be going through something right now, but could you please not hang your underwear over the divider? Oh, that was you! Oh, thank you, Thomas. Yes, it was you on the other end? 
Ah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I hope it wasn't you. Because this was probably like a, a size 52 butt-streaked pair of tidy whities Why do you, you, you think I've been going to the gym? You were, I don't think you were a size... You, you were nowhere near a size 52. <laughs> oh. Actually, no, I was. Oh. Oh. Well, you're, you're getting quite svelte now. You're, you're doing quite well, sir. Not a... Okay. Any awkward conversations <laughs> in the restroom, Miss B? Um, with a stranger, not with a friend. So, like, a couple of weeks... I, I mean, it wasn't really even a conversation, but, like, I want to say it was, like, a week and a half, two weeks ago. I, like, I walked into the bathroom at my office, and, like, as I was walking... There's, like, there's a little lounge area, locker room type thing before you go, like, get into the stall area. They're, like, separated by two doors... Okay. And some someone was like coming out of the stall area, and she spat on the fucking floor of the locker room. You told me about this. Like you were talking about uh, people spitting on the floor of their their workplace, which like is just disrespectful and disgusting. And it's like even even without COVID, what, what the fuck? Like, she like she like pulled her mask down to spit on the floor. I'm like, there's a toilet, there's a fucking sink in the other room, what are you doing? Number one... There's jammers down the hole to it in her face. Like, no, number one, COVID ignorant <laughs> bitch that person is. Like, you're supposed to be keeping, like, the shit that comes from your nose and your mouth on the other side of the mask. That's the whole purpose to the whole put on a fucking COVID mask to begin with. Hawking a fucking yeah, I'm like, in this, a public this space. This right here is exactly why they won't let us close the bathroom doors. Ah. Uh, really? Yeah, no, uh, like, the stall doors, like, you're allowed to close those, but the main bathroom doors and the, the fucking, the door that goes into the stall room is, know, that, like, wide open all fucking day. That still feels but like a violation keep- of privacy right there. This. I keep saying that, dude. Oh my god, it's so. Fu- I keep closing the doors, and everyone else keeps opening them and like putting the the little door stopper thing in. And I'm like, dude, this is a huge invasion of privacy. The men get to keep their door closed, and like, granted, yeah, they get a fucking urinal. They have to take their dicks out, but they, they're more at risk of fucking like getting bacteria on their hands than we are. Men, you you've been at CCS. You know what? I'm not going to continue that conversation, actually. I shouldn't be doing this on the podcast. Yep. Zipping it. Done. Anyway, moving on from talking Yeah, aren't to... you supposed to, like, not mention your place of work? That's why I stopped. <laughs> but now they know it's his place of work. They don't... Do you know how many companies named CCS there are in the world? I've looked us up. All right? There's a lot. We are not the first thing that comes up when you bring that up. Okay, don't worry about it now. No more. Next, next question. All right. All right, fine. Next question. What was happening the last time you felt completely disoriented? What was the last time? When was the last time? What was happening the last time you felt completely disoriented? I was blacking out, and I fucking fell into a mirror. I was deadlifting. Yes, that was uh, the the incident that uh, put a... Not the meditation, the, the... 
face first into a mirror after a blackout. That's why we put a hold on recording for for a week because we wanted to make sure you were okay. We we're like, no. Yeah. And I'm, that's why I'm also glad that we we planned ahead and I wasn't have... face first. I like I fell backwards into it. Well, we're we're recording. Uh, this podcast doesn't come out at the same time that we're recording, and it comes out two weeks after. So this podcast we're doing right now comes out near the end of will come out near the end of July. Uh, the other two that we recorded, we we had a couple in the tank, which makes it easier for us to be able to do things like this. And uh, hopefully, by the next podcast that we record, we will have. A little setup. I'm, I'm hoping to get, get into some things that are a little bit more involved, a little bit more fun to do, a little more interactive, and uh, that's uh, we'll talk about yeah. that when we're done. Uh, <coughs> last time I was completely disoriented. What was happening to me? Uh, actually, exercise. Like literally, yeah. I, I overworked myself, and I was just sitting at the top of this, just trying to catch my breath, just. I uh, I I was deadlifting way above my weight. I managed to get the weight up. My form was terrible, uh, and the amount of blood that rushed up to my head the second I let go, I collapsed. Oh yeah, I can imagine. Not good. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna ask one more question here, and then okay, uh, and then we're gonna go ahead and move on to the filthy would you rather. We got a lot of dead space in between things here. Very quiet. Very quiet. Got to stop. And ask, ask the questions then. Fine. 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 <laughs> Cracking the fucking whip. Don't find me like. Who's that? El Jefe here? Who's El Jefe? Well, then do your fucking job. I, I didn't name myself that, by the way. That was not a nickname I gave myself <laughs> at all. Well, that's the whole point of a nickname. You don't give it yourself. No. Or the people give it you. Uh, all right. What is the absolute dumbest joke you know? What is My the absolute story. dumbest joke you know? Um, God. Oh, God. I know I a lot think of, about this. I know a lot of dumb jokes, like really dumb jokes. I don't. Ah, uh, here you go. This this is what my dad told me today, and it just I just it's fucking stupid. So, what do you call a woman in the distance? I don't know. Dot. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's uh, stupid. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I. <laughs> I I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> the stupidest joke that I know. The dumbest joke that I know. Is not one that I can tell on the podcast. I mean, just fucking say it. Oh no, no. Well, the reason why is because it is literally a twenty-minute joke that pisses off everybody that I've ever told it to, and it is because of the fact that the joke has no punchline. The joke is the fact that I made you sit down for twenty minutes and listen to me tell a joke, and there's no punchline. Yeah, no. There would be a punchline. It would be me punching you in the face and the heart I've, on it and just doing a deadline. I passed this <laughs> joke on to a few people. It's called the blueprint joke. Um, and I passed the joke on to a couple people because the, the joke is for you. It's for you to laugh at the person that you were telling the joke to, not so much the, the, the look that they have on their face when you tell them the end of the joke. And they're like, so, so what? 
Huh? Like, like, like I said, Chris, if you told me that joke, there would be a punchline. It'd be me punching you, and then the heart monitor just going beep, flatlining. Boop, 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 boop. No, there wouldn't be no boop, boop afterwards. It just no, no, the the, the boop, boop, boop is when you're hitting me several times after I've died. Oh yeah, <laughs> boop, boop. his heart's still going. His heart's not going. He just boop. it's just that much impact, you know. Clear. Clear? <laughs> Basically, yeah. Why are you saying clear? So nobody catches the elbow on the backswing. That's why, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah. So what I'm, what I'm going to tell you is, don't ever tell me that joke over the over the phone because then the punchline will come when I visit. And if you told me in, in person, the punchline is happening there and then. Very cool. Okay. We're going to go into a couple of questions from Phil. Wait, would wait, you wait, yes. wait. What? Miss B didn't tell her stupid joke. She said, I don't have a stupid she joke. Said she didn't have a, So all of her jokes are like really highbrow, really good jokes. She doesn't have any. No, jokes. I just can't think of a joke. It's like I'm on the spot. I have nothing. I'll, I'll tell you yeah. what I heard on another podcast recently. You ready? Uh, a really dumb joke, okay? What do you call okay. a cow with no legs? What do you call a cow with no legs? Silence, right? Yeah. What? Ground beef. I know this one. Oh my god. Yeah. Yep. I heard it on another podcast recently. I was like, okay, yeah, that's that's a good one. Uh huh. It was one of those jokes that you laugh at and then you feel guilty for laughing at. It. Like, oh, oh god. <laughs> uh, See, my, 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 my dad went really dark with one and just said, "What do you call a man with no arms and no legs in the ocean?" Bob. I said, what? He went screwed. No, he went screwed. It's Bob. I know, I know. One's Bob, but the other one's screwed. That's just it goes along with the joke. The what do you call a guy with no arms and no legs in a hole? Phil. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna say that one to my dad later. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> <We're> good. <laughs> there was a whole load. There's a whole load of them that you. Yeah, it's uh. Anyway, um. <laughs> so moving on to filthy. Would you rather? The first question. The first setup is: Would you rather? Have a whole stadium watch you have sex and do the wave midway through, or live stream your next sexual encounter and have people comment in live chat. Uh, stadium. I. The reason why I won't have the stadium is because of the whole. There's no. There's no commentary. It's just midway through they wave like hey. Whereas the live stream one, I have to then look through these comments of people telling me either how good or how bad my performance was. I would rather deal with the stadium. Have you ever dealt with a stadium full of people in the middle of a bad performance? You live you live in England. And if there's if there if there if you you're literally watching a shit game, how often do people just start throwing shit? We're not allowed to Bad so game, bad often. call, people getting pissed off in the stadium having to watch what the fuck's going on. You're not allowed to. Yeah. Yes, but how many times have you seen soccer riots? Football, sorry, football on your end. That's fair. Okay, okay. So imagine still dealing with, with the stadium because they have to wave halfway through. So I don't care. Imagine, imagine you know coming, coming, coming uh, to <laughs> uh, the stadium of saying, people, the and they're all like shit show, man, and they yeah. <laughs> I could give two shits less. They have to wave halfway through. So I don't care. Wait. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's my boost. way right there. Exactly, it'd be a confidence boost. Uh, 
I'm going. I'm going plus, for the line. Plus, no, plus. The big difference is what you're not realizing as well, Chris. Is afterwards those people talking shit. I have them there in an enclosed space where I kick the shit out of them over a fucking stream. I have to then fucking backtrace their IP, find out their actual identity, find out where they live, spend money to travel to where they live to kick the shit out of them for making stupid comments about my performance. It's a whole fucking hassle. They're just with the stadium. They're right fucking there. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> You're already prepared for giving up a shit performance, though, which is a little worrisome. Uh. <laughs> hey, 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 always be prepared for failure. Then you're less disappointed when it happens. Okay. You know what? Fair I'd point. probably do the stream and, like, do it from a fake backup account and, like, Put makeup all over my arms and legs to cover my tattoos yeah, and shit. Wear a mask. Knows you would know. You, I was about to say, if anyone who knows you would have known your face straight away. Wear a mask. Yeah. Uh, mask, right? Yeah, but wait, wait, is the mask going to cover your mouth though? Because like I know your smile. Like right now, all I can see is <laughs> like there on you, like there down. So I know your smile like straight away. And for, I know, I know what you're about to say, Chris. I know they can't hear me. So when I say there. I mean, literally, from COVID just mask. under her nose, like, that that's all I can see. Right. Yeah, COVID mask works a little bit better. you got to cover this area. Not so much and then this just, area. Oh, wait, you know what? Get, get like, a, two, uh, a COVID mask that has, like, two pieces of fabric and opens up in the middle. Or, or okay, there's an anime called Tokyo Ghoul where they have a leather mask that unzips. That's, oh, unzips. Oh, there you a, go. Yeah, a gimp mask. That's what they call those. Gimp mask. No, 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 no. The gimp mask is the whole latex fucking thing that goes over you. Now, this is literally just like a COVID mask with a zip. That's oh, it. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm, I was going to say, why go halfway? Just Or just put a ski mask on and be done with it. There you go. <laughs> there you go. No, it's not. No, no, I feel like it'd be ten times better to see, like, like in, in the funniest way, if Miss B did this live stream and, he, and she had, like, a fake, like, a... It's like the covered up Fredo, so no one knew it was Fredo. And then you just see Miss B walking in in a gimp suit with a whip. Okay. <laughs> okay, we're gonna. I'm gonna meet you. Move both. on from this. Hey, I'm gonna meet you both halfway. I'm gonna go live stream in front of a packed stadium, and just be done with it. So you can do them both. Yeah, do them both the same one. Why not? If I have to do it, why not just? Well, no, if no. You're gonna go. Go 100. percent I was going to say, your logic there fits, because then, those people who want to talk shit, you can pre-warn them, saying, I'm going to keep the shit out of everyone in here who says I have a bad performance. If you don't believe me, wait till the end and watch, <laughs> and then just kick the shit out of everyone, right. so that everyone on the live stream go, oh, fuck. So, no bad comments, we have people planted in the audience. <laughs> we, have a few people, we have people planted in the audience, any bad comments will be taken care of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Very quickly. All right. Now, how do you think we get the wave started? You have to have plants. Exactly. You know? <laughs> Keep that wave going. All right. <laughs> Next question. Would you rather create a laxative that ensures you never have to poop again, but destroys the environment in the process, or create a super potent homemade Viagra that also unleashes a zombie apocalypse? I. That is like... I, <laughs> I'm gonna go with Viagra solely because yeah, there's a zombie apocalypse, but at least the environment's safe. Okay, yeah. so you're gonna be like patient zero for the fucking zombie virus. 
Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Hey, hey, In hey, quotes, hey. fucking zombie hey, virus. Hey, yeah. who knows? Who knows? Maybe the people who fucking turn into zombies are the ones who don't have sex. So that you fucking them with your homemade Viagra might turn them human again. No, 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 no. Your Viagra you know, starts the zombie apocalypse. That's the point. There. It does, yeah. But then if you fuck them with the Viagra, they come back. Okay. I don't think that's how it works. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You've just committed to a gay lifestyle right there. <laughs> because the only people taking the Viagra are the... I'm just saying. Fuck! Your logic... I'm, I, okay, I'm doing it to save the environment, okay? <laughs> We're going to get the that's laxative. That's my logic. Just the laxative. We're, we leave the Viagra. I'm going for the laxative, too. I'm not touching the Viagra. Nope. <laughs> Uh, sorry, sorry, environment. I'll destroy the environment before I start the zombie apocalypse with my dick. Thank you. Just... I'll start a zombie apocalypse. You're gonna start the zombie apocalypse. Well, yeah, mind you, it's Viagra. It's not female Viagra. It's... Here, Fredo, take this. Ooh, <laughs> I'm gone. See you later. <laughs> and this is how all those movies that start with women taking over the world, right there. That's that's how they all start. <laughs> It's like, we, we fed the guys a little something no, when we no, realized no, no, that they see, needed them. No, but here's the thing. Here's the thing that really confuses me. Is why would she need to give Fredo the fucking laxative? Because I guarantee I... you, most men... The only people you'd have to give the laxative to are gay men. Because most straight men, if you flash boobs, we become mindless zombies anyway. Can I, can I uh, tell you a little secret there? Both of you, really. But mostly Thomas. I want to tell you a little secret. Sure. There, I am highly amazed highly amazed that women haven't realized that at this point in life that they could take over, eliminate most of the male species and just treat us like cattle when they need to perpetuate the species. I, I agree. Like I, I said, you flash, you flash your straight man boobs and nine times out of ten we're mindless zombies then. Women have so just, much control, I am not surprised, am, I am just genuinely surprised that they haven't just said, you know what guys, Fuck you. You are about as good as a cow. That's all we need right now. We're going to just keep you here. <laughs> no, don't, don't say that, Chris. Don't say that. Don't say that. Because that implies that mi- women will only use us for <laughs> milking. That is exactly the point I was making. I'm not going to touch this with an 18-foot pole. <laughs> That's exactly... <laughs> no, no. You know why? Because she, she's just nodding in agreement. I saw that head bob just a couple of times like uh huh yep yep I'm laughing (laughs) you're laughing at a guy making this statement right now like oh yeah he no just the fact that you say we we like we have so much control but we really don't the thing the thing thing is is that honestly women could fully fucking take control if they really fucking wanted to like put a who do you think perpetuates the species? It's not us guys, you know. We're yeah. we're not we're not the ones that are pushing out the babies. For us to, you know, we're our part of making a child is literally the five minutes between point A and point B. <laughs> That's it. And and uh, exactly, test tube uh, babies are a very real thing now. Very real, very real. All you really need is some DNA material. There's there's entire <laughs> banks for that. They've been milking us for a while. Yeah, we just get paid for it that mm. way. Some, some of us do. Some of us don't. Some people just do it out of the kindness of their heart. Anyway, <laughs> next question. 
<laughs> anyway. Uh, would you rather eat the suspiciously fingerprint-covered cake your sniffy nephew made all by himself, or lick the communal daycare lollipop when a toddler offers it to you? Okay, okay. I want to say something now. I know where my nephew has been, so I'm taking that daycare lollipop. You're taking <laughs> the daycare. You know what the daycare lollipop is? Communal daycare lollipop, meaning it is the lollipop that all the, the, the lollipop at that the all daycare the were. I, I, I would rather put it with that than my nephew's cook truck. I know where my nephew has been, and I still will take the communal lollipop. Yeah. I will go ahead and eat the cake from my nephew because communal lollipop might as well be called communicable lollipop around here, considering the condition of some of the daycares. Uh, so, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. The UK daycares ain't that bad. Uh, yeah. I'll take the cake. <laughs> there's a. There, you'll take the cake. I right? don't have Me a nephew. Yeah, there's a. There's a. Uh, a daycare literally right around here in the bottom of this, like, rat hole apartment building. Like, literally people are running daycares out of their homes. You can get licensed, depending upon the size of your home, to take care of kids in your own home as a daycare if you want. They're, they're, they're not not that hard to do, unfortunately. It's a little yeah. sad. Hey, would you mind taking care of my child, stranger who just got their license and is living above a crack den? Would you? Thank you. Running a daycare out of their one-bedroom apartment. Right. Or studio. It used to be a three-bedroom apartment, but a fire burnt down the walls. Uh, anyway, we're going to go with one last what-if question, and then we should be finished for the day. We're going to wind it up with, would you rather trust your financial situation to an old high school buddy nicknamed Shakes McShifty, or trust your in vitro fertilization to a coked up doctor in deep with the mob. Wait, hold up. Say that again. What's what? 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 In vitro? What? What is that? <clears throat> okay. Would IVR? you rather trust your financial situation to your or old IVF? high school buddy Shakes? Sorry, Shakes McShifty, or trust your in vitro fertilization to a coked up doctor in deep with the mob? Okay, so we don't know. Shakespeare Shifty might actually be really good financially now than he was in high school. That's just a nickname that he had. So I'm going to go with Shakespeare Shifty just because we don't know. Okay, we don't know what yeah, he was shaking. I'm not going to fuck with the mob. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to fuck with the doctor that's in deep with the mob. We don't know that. He... We're going we're gonna to give you some in vitro fertilization and don't worry about the anesthesia. It will wear off. And if you have any scars in and around where your kidneys are, don't worry about that either. It'll be fine. Exactly. You know? I'd rather deal with shakes than shifting. And you don't know what shakes was shifting? Exactly. No, but like I said, shakes, shakes he could have just been nicknamed that back in, back in the day when obviously in high school, you know, fucking everyone's got that little fucking thing that they did. Shake's probably just fucking shifted the, 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 the candy that fucking you weren't allowed in school and stuff like that. Like, right now, he could be a fucking really good financial advisor and stuff. I think he's shifted because Shake's stole from the doctor. And that's why he's called Shake's. What? Parkinson's? He might have oh. Parkinson's. Shake's McShifty? That's why he's called Shake's. Ah. Ah. So that took a downturn. I was just thinking that maybe he stole the coat from the doctor. 
it seems a little shifty anyway. and kind of and kind of shaky. Why why are you shaking something? I just ran into this doctor. A couple of mob guys were taking him out, but he dropped this wonderful little bag of white powder. It's it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, okay. No. No. Okay. I think we lost. We, we, we are we losing you there, Thomas? Just a little. I'm good. Sorry. You're good. You're good. Just noticed everybody was kind of like off in their own world for a second there. Just no. I mean, yeah. I, I already sent you a message, so it's not. It's not that you guys were off in your own world. It's just say it, Chris. That was just not. No. Let's wrap this up. No. Where? It's it's Saturday. Everybody needs Chris. To... Yes. Hurry the fuck up. Hurry, hurry the fuck up. All right. Well, then I will just say thank you for listening to our podcast today. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us... What are you doing? Are you okay, dude? your fucking text! Literally. Anywhere. You know what? You can log out of the podcast, Thomas. Sweet you can find us literally anywhere that you can find podcasts for the most part. There's only a few places that we are not up right now, and that's mostly those lovely sites that don't give you podcasts for free. They make you pay subscription services to listen to what they call premium podcasts. And, well, let's be honest, we are a long way from premium. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Maybe someday. Maybe someday. And in the meantime, uh, keep hydrated. You know, keep well informed and uh, keep away. Drink some water, you thirsty bitch. Keep away from Thomas's uh, zombified dick. <laughs>